This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios. House spelt the German way. My name is Allie. My name is Camille. And together we are... The Cinevals! That's right, welcome to the very first episode of The Cinevals, the podcast where we chronologically explore the works of the current great... The He's not late. No, <laughs> no. Oh, I hope not. No. I haven't checked Twitter in the past 20 minutes. Uh. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> what happens if we start this podcast and then Val Kilmer dies? Well, we can only keep doing it in hopes that his legacy will be remembered through us only. Yes. Um, so this is the podcast where we talk about Val Kilmer. We mm-hmm. explore his movies. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Camille. Yes. Why did we start this podcast? Oh, my goodness. Why does anyone look at a painting? Um... I believe you and I were watching the film The Saint. Indeed. Uh, relatively recently. And uh, that film, in case... Uh, 1997 classic. 1997 the Saint. classic. The Saint, starring Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer, of course, uh, is phenomenal. But we, of course, will... We we'll, will get, we'll get to get the to Saint it. when we get to the Saint. <laughs> that is a separate episode. Uh, but we really started a conversation on uh, Val Kilmer, his work... His, his ex- impact his on society impact and on our hearts and yes. minds. And uh, he's just about everything. And uh, we were shocked at, uh, at uh, how, how little people are talking about, about, Val, about, here we go, <laughs> about. about Val Kilmer on a daily basis. Yep. Why isn't he in the public vernacular? He's been in everything. Yes. All the things. Yep. Uh... Which we will we will get to in in good time. Um, to start with, we have we explored Val Kilmer's first movie, according to IMDb, mm-hmm. was Top Secret with an exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Came out in nineteen eighty four. So how old was Val Kilmer? Like twenty five. Yeah. Wow. Soup's young. Yeah. Soup's young. Uh, fun Val fact: Val Kilmer is the youngest person ever to go to Juilliard. Hmm. Yeah. How old was he when he started Juilliard? I don't know. I didn't look that part of the fact <laughs> up. But he is the uh, the youngest person to current date to um, to go to Juilliard. Wow. And also, he went to Juilliard. So yeah. it's two facts in one. He's legit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Camille, yes. how would you describe the genre of this movie? I would describe Top Secret as, like, an off-brand Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. 
with m- better looking people. People. <laughs> mm, sorry, Mel. <laughs> sorry, Mel. Yeah, but there is Carrie a difference. Carrie Ellis was in uh, um, uh, Men in Tights. Tights. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and there is a separate Mel joke in the movie. There's a Mel Torme joke. Yeah. Didn't get that. Gonna have to look that look up. Look that one up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Top Secret is like kind of in the vein of like Airplane or Naked mm-hmm. Gun. It's super oh. like shticky. Yes. Um, and it is uh, meant to um, like poke fun at all of the like World War II spy movies. Mm-hmm. Like Cold War shenanigans. Yeah. I feel like it's, uh, it's the kind of movie that uh, Rodney Dangerfield was not in, but if he popped up in, you'd be like, yeah. That makes uh, sense. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, he lives in that world. Yeah, like if the Waynes brothers were to make a James Bond movie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That would be top secret. Yes. <laughs> yes, Wayans Brothers, if you are listening, please make a James Bond movie. Yeah, please What's have it starring Val Kilmer from the past. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so is now a good time to venture into our feelings about, uh, now we are in... Uh, uh, people who may or may not be listening to this podcast from the distant future, uh, now is 2017. Indeed. Yes. Uh, we have automobiles, but they have not been flying yet. No. But drones are a uh, not-too-distant possibility. So that's yeah. where we're at if you need historical context. Yeah. If you're listening to this from the far future, we're looking back even further into the past. Yes. How are we looking back on that past? Allie, 1984, Val Kilmer, what are your thoughts? Um, this movie came out 33 years ago. Yes. If Jesus was born mm-hmm. when this movie came out, he'd be dead by now. <laughs> yes. Rest in peace. R.A.P. Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth. Of Nazareth. <laughs> um, what are my thoughts on... What was the question? <laughs> it was vaguely worded. It was mostly a statement. Allie, thoughts on 1984, Val Kilmer. Um, Dreamboat. He looks like oh, a, yeah. he looks like a baby. Um, a sexy baby, a though. sexy baby. Yes. Like, someone, I would, like, take a class with this person, and I, the whole time I'd be like, are you too young for me? <laughs> I need to know. Um, the truth is, he's not too young for me. No. Yeah. No, not at all. He's, like, he's 25. Essentially the same age yeah. as you. Yes. But he looks, um shockingly young yes yes uh the opening scene is him on a train and he's got like uh he's got like really cute blush um (laughs) and he's painting the scenery from the side of his train so his painting's all blurry and it's really funny um yeah uh overall like i couldn't wrap my head around how young he looked it's like if you ever Mm -hmm. watch um, like Tom Cruise's first movie, The Legend, mm-hmm. with like, oh <gasps> yeah, is, is that his first movie? I think so. Yeah, the Ron Howard movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, it's like shocking how yes. young Tom Cruise is. It's it, mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Those are my thoughts on on 1984 Val Kilmer. Yeah. So maybe this is a good time to dive into. So when okay, when in just a bit of context because it's the the first episode of mm-hmm. obviously 100 episodes um <laughs> when like in your life in real life did you first kind of become aware of val kilmer 
Um, the Saint. The Saint was my gateway okay. drug <laughs> to Kilmer Town. Um, <laughs> I, it came out in 1987, so I was, like, uh, in elementary school, and I rented it one weekend, and I think I did not stop watching it. <laughs> it was just, like, immediately rewound and then played again. You were kind and rewinded. Yes, but uh, for me, not for, <laughs> not not for, for Blockbuster. No. I had a voracious appetite for that movie. <laughs> I At the time, I thought it was... The highest form of art, mm-hmm. the most romantic thing I'd ever seen, and the greatest adventure story ever told. <laughs> so that was the, my first, uh, that was my first uh, gateway into uh, Val Kilmer's legacy. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Camille? Mine was Batman. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but it was I'm not a I'm not a Batman aficionado, and I'm uh, very I'm very embarrassed. And many people listening to this will cringe. I have trouble telling all of the movies from the '90s apart. Yes, that makes sense. Um, even though the Batmans were different, they're kind they of they all blur together. To me. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I think he was in Batman Forever. And the villains in that were were the Riddler, the Riddler and Tommy Lee Jones and Two Face, right? So, Tommy Lee Jones, the actor, yes, <laughs> as a villain. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, uh, and that one had Nicole Kidman in it. Yes, yes, and yes. she was his psychiatrist. Yes. Yeah, and it's great. He's got lines like, guess we're not getting drive through I mean, we'll get to this movie. I don't want to spoil it too much, but that was probably my first. That was my first like Kilmer. Experience. awareness <laughs> experience exactly so and of course being growing up in the in the 90s all i'm gonna see are mostly movies like batman and yeah. the saint which are like wackier action movies yeah. and like kind of a <laughs> more pedestrian uh, acting uh, presses so i'm not introduced into like the like skills with a z yes i no, i'm introduced to the skills with a z but i'm not introduced to like skills with an s Yes. Acting skills, Val yes. Kilmer. Yeah. yeah. So mostly, mostly sort of zany, wacky, over the top, actiony um, roles. Um, things like he was Alexander the Great's dad in the Oliver Stone, not classic, universally not liked Alexander movie. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I remember that. I'm like, he had one eye. I have no. <laughs> Awareness of <laughs> that movie. I remember because I love like any kind of like Greek Roman, yeah, of course, whatever stuff like yeah. of any kind. And then also I was like, whoa, look how into movies I am. I'm seeing something based in the past. I'm 11. Yes. Yeah, I was very impressed with myself. Then. Yeah. Anyway, As that's well my thank you. That's my that's my Kilmer context. Great for. Uh, for this foray into his filmography. Indeed. Yes. Um, so shall we talk about the plot of... Uh, uh, Top Secret. Top Secret. That's the movie. Exclamation yeah, point. Yeah. Top Secret. Exclamation point. Yes. Um, so the movie is uh, set in the 50s or 60s? Mm-hmm. Unclear. Uh, One of them. Yeah. Cold War. Cold East War. East Germany. East Germany. Yeah. East Germany uh, is like 
oh, man, we got to really liven up our image. Yeah. So they invite uh, American Elvis-esque pop star Nick Rivers, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Val Kilmer, to come and perform in a concert in East Germany. Mm -hmm. So they travel to East Germany, and shenanigans are had. Uh, Val Kilmer meets a lady who's a member of the Resistance, and he ends up in prison because of her, and meets a scientist, and then escapes, and then joins the Resistance, and busts out the scientist, who happens to be the girl's dad, and um, comedy ensues. It's true. Yeah. That's a very succinct <laughs> plot synopsis. That That's what happens in the movie, and then along the way, there are also, like, the plot is, spoiler alert, uh, if you haven't seen Top Secret already, you've had 33 years. Yes. What is your excuse? Um, we just saw it tonight, <laughs> now we're being snobs about it, and... <laughs> but like that's what happens in the movie and then along it's very succinct everything gets done there's yeah. no unfinished business there's nope. no cliffhanger there's no ambiguity whatsoever it's great um and there's uh there's a lot of madcap jokes and adventures along the way some related to <laughs> what they're trying to do some, uh, not. some not at all many <laughs> very appreciated oh yes yes um is now a good time to talk about what our favorite scenes were in this movie? I think so. Excellent. Unfortunately, for those listening, uh, Allie and I have very similar comedy minds, <laughs> and so a lot of our similar, like, favorite bits are probably going to be the same. Well, you know. Um, okay, so I think one of my favorite scenes is uh, they, so uh, Nick Rivers has just performed his concert in East Germany. Don't know the city. East Berlin? Maybe? Yeah, why not? He's in East Germany. He's just performed a concert. He escapes with the aid of his lady love. I don't remember her name. I'm going to call her Greta. That makes sense. Yep. Um, Sorry. Sorry, that actress. But you're not Val Kilmer, so we don't care about you. (laughs) Um, so whoever in Germany is having like a that actress podcast, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> you bite your tongue, you American snobs. <laughs> but we're Canadian. You American American pieces of garbage. <laughs> um, oh, also in celebration of communism, Camille and I are drinking Moscow mules. Yes. They're delicious. Yes. It's a uh, vodka, ginger beer and lime. Um, anyway. And you don't have to serve in a copper mug. That's a scam. We're drinking yeah. out of glasses, and they taste the same. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, our copper levels are not rising. That's true, but we can take a supplement by sucking on a penny. Yes. No, those don't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, no. They're also not made of copper. Oh, oh, but they look that color. <laughs> Okay, so Greta has just rescued uh, Nick Rivers, and they are holed up in uh, an attic or something, and they're Mm -hmm. like, it's the romantic time uh, where they're sharing their life story. Uh, And Greta starts talking about, like, her life story, and she starts talking about how she was in a shipwreck and washed up ashore with... Uh, her 
friend Nigel and basically starts explaining the plot of Blue Lagoon. And at that point, Camille and I looked at each other and were like, this is Blue Lagoon. And as soon as we said that, this, the like picture f- like faded into this parody of Blue Lagoon. <laughs> and it was so bizarre. Uh, but it was so great. Um, so that's like one of my weirdest... That was one of the weirdest moments, I think, for me. Yes. It was so... Specific. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite joke in Top Secret, I think, is uh, very close after the moment you just mentioned. And there, um, so uh, Val Kilmer's character, Nick Rivers, at one point is playing this uh, this concert. And it's like part of his, his deal into getting into East Germany is to play this big concert. And uh, people are going crazy. And women are like screaming all over the place. And like people are just losing their minds over it. And uh, the it's sort of near the end of the performance. And um, his lady love sends the guitar that he's playing to be flown into him. And, mention, and like motions to him to grab onto the guitar, which is just flown in. Which he does, and he flies out, like, through the fly loft, out of the theater, and, like, German, East German soldiers rush in, and, like, the, the, the fans just mob them, and it's chaos, and et cetera, ensues, and then they escape, and she says, so they're running down the fire escape, and there's a whole bunch of, um bicycles and like motorbikes down there and she says we have to escape the bikes and he goes yeah and Val Kilmer goes and starts slapping all the bikes on the back tires and goes yeah 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 get out of here and all the like the little motorbikes start up and go vroom, 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 and this is really great and then they all they all drive away and then they escape on like manual bicycle. It's just a really great, it's a really great yeah. weird little horse joke. <laughs> There's a lot of weird throwaway jokes yes. in this movie. I would say those were the most successful jokes. I were agree. very unrelated. Yeah, there was one where they're like looking for a place to hide and they open a janitor's closet and there's just the janitor waiting inside the closet with a mop. Like <laughs> Ready to... Did you call me? This is where I live. <laughs> yeah, I would say there's not a lot of... Sorry, whoever wrote this. I would say there's not, like, a lot of, like, great comedy lines written, but there's a lot of really great, like, visual jokes and prop jokes. Oh, my God. The, the prop good. designer for this movie deserves so many awards. <laughs> Just What kind of awards? A Tony Award. A Tony Award. A Governor General's Award. Yes. The a Giller Nobel Prize. Peace Prize. A Nobel Peace Prize. Nobel Prop Prize. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're just really great. Like, uh, there's this one moment where a carrier pigeon flies in and just has, like, a little Amelia Earhart uh, <laughs> helmet on with, like, tiny goggles. Yeah. Oh, so oh, good. And the pigeon is moving around. They had to make that for an actual pigeon. Mm-hmm. The pigeon needed a costume fitting. There were a couple, there was, there was also another animal that needed a uh, costume fitting. Oh. It's time to talk about the cow? Yeah, the cow time, scene? It's time to talk about the cow oh, all right. scene. Um, so towards the end of the movie, there is a plan to infiltrate a prison. And there are these two people who get into like a two-person cow costume. <laughs> and the um, 
the they get into the costume and then it's just like a smash cut of a real cow <laughs> with circles painted on it wearing four rain boots. <laughs> and it's the most hilarious thing I think I've ever seen. It's so good. Um, and they play this joke for like, I don't know. 11 minutes. Yeah, it's a really it's long a very time. long time. Um, this cow... <laughs> There's a moment when they, like, get to this door and they put little, like, stethoscope. <laughs> they use a stethoscope. For, like, the cow's ears have stethoscope. <laughs> what do you call the ear part of a stethoscope? <laughs> and they're like... The earbuds. Yeah. And they're, like, trying to crack a safe. And meanwhile, like, so you see these human hands coming out of this, like, real cow body. And, the ca- and, the ca- and like, the cow is smoking... <laughs> It's a really, it's really good. There is, if you don't, uh, various listeners out there, if you don't have the time to watch or find um, the entirety of the film, top secret exclamation point, there is a pretty excellent YouTube video that um, that has sort of uh, the best uh, jokes or scenes from Top mm-hmm, Secret, mm-hmm. which are pretty good, but they do not include the cow scene. Yeah, please look up that cow scene. Please try and find the it's cow scene. It really is really great. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. So, Camille. Yes. It's time to get to the meat and bones of this podcast. Yes. Everyone wants to know. Yes. What was the moment in the movie mm-hmm. that Val Kilmer was most attractive? <laughs> uh, this is a, all right. This is going to be a concurrent theme mm-hmm. for the rest of our podcast, obviously. This is a hard decision. He's very dreamy mm-hmm. in this movie. He's very teen heartthrobby. Yes. For me, uh, the uh, most attractive uh, pinnacle of uh, Mr. Kilmer is in the scene where he's dancing around in the East German... Uh, Soda shop? The witch? The soda shop? Uh, no, I oh, was going to okay. say the banquet hall. Oh. Where he first meets uh, mm-hmm. Lady Love. Mm-hmm. She's in the white dress. He's in like a tuxedo. His pants are very high. Yeah. And or his legs are very long. But it's just there's a lot of like um, dancing on tables. And like he does that thing where you like stand on a chair and then knock over the chair where you're standing on it. And then kind of keep dancing on there. It's very, it's very like whimsical, yeah. But also very charming because he's 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 beautiful. His hair has a lot of volume. Yeah, that's uh, all I have to say. Val Kilmer has some really great physical moments in yes. this movie. Like he is like a really great dancer mm-hmm. and does some really cool stunts. Or does he do really good stunts? I don't know if he does his own stunts in them, but it looks like he does a lot of his own stunts. And like all of the dancing is him, mm-hmm. um, and so, all of the singing too. And all of the singing is him too. So, uh, fun fact. Uh, Nick Rivers, so the soundtrack has, like, four or five songs by this uh, imaginary pop star, Nick Rivers, which is actually uh, performed by Val Kilmer. Um, And he's great. We played a little bit of uh, one of his songs. Um, So if you're interested in uh, checking out the beautiful pipes (laughs) that go with Val Kilmer's beautiful face, you can look those up as well. Um... My for me, mm-hmm. the moment 
that I found Val Kilmer most attractive. I was in the, like, attic scene right after um, the weird Blue Lagoon joke that went on <laughs> for five minutes. Yes. Um, when, uh, so Val Kilmer is, like, giving his backstory mm-hmm. about him being raised in a Macy's. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, God. That's a really good joke. And then he he plays a good... He uh, talks about this jingle that he wrote, which kind of, like, kickstarted his career. So he pulls out this acoustic guitar and uh, sings the song, Are You Lonesome Tonight? And it's like, he's lit by a fireplace... And he's playing the guitar, and he's playing the guitar real well. Um, and he's singing to this, to beautiful Greta, and it is uh, very attractive. He's he's very dreamy mm-hmm. in that scene. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, do we have any? Oh yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. related to this movie, yes. Um, there's one point. Uh, just talking about fun Val Kilmer facts. Mm-hmm. He does all of the vocals for Nick Rivers in the show. But, um, so, more fun Val facts related to Top Secret. Um, there's a moment when he's in the prison, um, and up against his wall, he's there's a couple headshots of Cher, uh, just, like, on his wall in when he's in prison and yeah it was like a fun inside joke because Val Kilmer was dating pop icon Cher at the time I I ha- I can't I want if I had time travel powers I would not use it to go back in time and kill Hitler sorry I would go back in time to just like I would want to know, I would stalk their relationship. I want to know what that was like. Mm -hmm. What did they talk about? Yeah. How did they meet? How did they slow dance? Yeah. That sounds beautiful. Did they sing beautiful duets together? Oh my God, they could have. His voice is like an angel. Yes. Why didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a fun Kilmer fact. One thing, oh, uh, should we talk about the, uh, weirdest, the weirdest joke in this movie or the weirdest part in this movie? Yes. Great. I think it might be the same for both of us. There is a scene in the film, uh, or at least this is my weirdest one. It was, it was very strange. I don't know if I missed the joke of it or if it was just very odd. Uh, there's a scene where Val Kilmer and his... Lady Love, oh, you. not Greta, Greta, sorry to remind you of this. Uh, they go to a used bookstore. Great. Um, after they go to a park with a giant pigeon statue. Also great. And they go to this used bookstore and like it uh, immediately, you know, it's going to be weird because it starts in uh, this uh, used bookstore oh. character has got a magnifying glass to his eye. So he's and, got one know, giant eye. Yeah, that's the, and then he takes the magnifying glass away and the eye is the same size. So it's like a horrifying horrifying it looks like he's from pan's labyrinth yeah it's very scary but only on one side of his face yeah it's it's quite alarming and then the rest of the scene is uh backwards yeah like an episode of twin peaks like it's all the dialogue is backwards 
but like backwards, backwards. Like it's not said backwards when they were filming it and then they play it back and it's like, oh, I understand it, but this is very disconcerting. Like it's just straight up backwards. Yeah. And then like the dog is backwards and they're putting books on the shelf, but they're kind of But they're jumping. chopping them up and yeah, yeah it's uh, and then they uh, escape from it by going up a f- like a fireman's pole. Yeah. But going up. Yeah, it's it's very strange. I did not know the reason of it, and thus it uh, really disturbed me. Yeah, it was mm, very bizarre. Um, yeah, and we never see that character again. We don't go back to that place. No, uh, that's the only that's the no. only time we see that <laughs> horrible little dimension. Ugh. Ugh. Yes, um, for me the weirdest part is when he's doing his uh, East German concert. And he pulls this very young girl up on stage. And I don't know if it's meant to be like, huh, see, pop stars go after young girls all the time. And it's like, I don't know if it's supposed to be self-aware or it's supposed to be like, I'm a heartthrob and I can get anyone. It was uh, very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Not very upsetting. It was a little bit upsetting. So I don't know if I don't know if I should give this movie the benefit of the doubt and, like, I don't yeah. know if it was self-aware or if it was just, like, this is funny. Um, but, yeah, that was a little bit, a little bit unsettling. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the movie, Camille, you said something along the lines of, like, I'm always on edge when I watch <laughs> movies from this era. Because I never know when things might take a turn for, <laughs> for the racist and misogynist. Yes. So... I feel like that was that was on the turning point for me. Yeah, I feel like that's a thing. Especially, mm, is it especially with comedy movies? I don't know. What's the thing? Really, anything? I don't know. Mm, I was gonna say, okay, this is what I was gonna say. I feel that way particularly with like comedies of the time. I'm like, oh, you're gonna take a shot at something. Hmm. It's probably going to be a woman. Uh, yeah. Or a you know. weird homophobic joke. Yeah, right? Mm. Um, but then I'm like, oh, wait. I don't think that is restricted to comedy at all, no. actually. It's just a different... The shot is going to be not a one-off joke. It's going to be a entire character arc or lack thereof. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird to watch movies from the past and be on guard? Yeah. Almost? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, growing up, one of my favorite movies was Breakfast at Tiffany's. And it's almost mm. unwatchable now mm-hmm. for me. Um, <laughs> because of... Mickey Rooney, uh, and his, uh, elegant and tasteful portrayal of the Japanese landlord. Um, (laughs) so I don't know. Uh, I mean, I get, it's a different time and you can enjoy something and still be critical of it. Mm -hmm. Um, which I, I would say that I enjoyed most of top secret. Yeah. Um, Overall, agree. Um, <laughs> with all of this in mind, yes. How would you How would you rate this film? Uh, all right. And the okay. If the scale is uh, 
one, the scale of like zero slash one zero to, to Kilmer. Zero, zero to, to Kilmer. Kilmer. All right, zero to Kilmer. I would give this six vowels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would give it seven vowels. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I was delightfully surprised with certain visual jokes. I love the pigeon. Yeah. And uh, giant, uh, absurdly large props. Yes, they're again great prop humor. And yep. um, Val Kilmer held it. To, he s- held together the whole. Show, yeah, for for a first movie, like yeah, and like really played kind of like a I don't know, like a straight man, wacky character. Is that yeah? Like, I don't know. So the 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 acting tone of this whole movie was like very serious, but like it juxtaposed by the ridiculousness of the surroundings. Yes. So like at times Val and Greta would be having like a serious conversation about mm-hmm. the resistance while uh th- like pizza is being served <laughs> and absurdly stringy cheese is happening in the background. Yes. So yeah. I think that's a great like microcosm of the movie. Like that really yeah. encapsulates Film. Oh, thank you. Like, yeah. Thank you. A serious conversation with a lot of cheese in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Literally. Great. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for listening. This has been uh, the very first episode, the inaugural episode of the Cinevals. Uh, and uh, we wish you a good day. And a good Kilmer. Yes. And uh, for those of you wanting to continue on, uh, our next episode will be about the film Real Genius, Mm -hmm. 1985 smash hit. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was a smash hit or not. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. Um, And after that, Top Gun. Top Gun. It's Top Gun. Guys, Top Gun. That's the great thing about Val Kilmer. There's like a movie that you're like, I've literally never heard of that. And then after that is the movie (laughs) everyone has heard of always, forever. (laughs) Um, Great. Well, thank you, and uh, we will see you next time. Yes. Bye. Bye.